I'm Susanna Polo, and I've never watched Lost, and I will never watch Lost. My friends Rachel Rakoff and Phil Davis love Lost. Sometimes, Incorrect. Sometimes <laughs> this show makes it hard for me to love it. Welcome to my world, Rachel. <laughs> this is Lost in Translation, a podcast where they explain Lost to me, episode by episode, and I get angry about it. And I think this week we're all going to have a chance to take part in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so this is actually the... <clears throat> The first, and possibly only, I don't know, but this is the first episode of Lost in Translation where I'm actually going to put out a content warning for this episode because of this stupid episode of of Lost that um, I found, at least, to be very triggering. Um, So I'm just going to say content warning for, like, body shaming issues. Um... Or, or other eat kinds of eating problems, and also, like, mental health stigma of 2006. Does that make sense, Phil? I think so. Okay. I mean, it's a bad episode. Yeah. <laughs> also, content warning for that, but, you know, <laughs> well. you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Content warning, don't let your friends drag you into a podcast about loss. Anyway... With, with that out of the way, um, this is Season 2, Episode 18, and it's called Dave. Uh, and I wrote, before I started watching this episode, I wrote, I think I hate this episode, right? Yes. <laughs> Definitively. Ron Howard voice. The end. She did. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, let's just... Take her it. away. Libby and Hurley. Oh, whoa, 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 gotta start the clock. We have to start the clock. Damn it. In case you've forgotten, we try to keep episodes of Lost in Translation to less than the length of an actual episode of Lost. And mostly we just succeed in making them about the length of an episode of Lost. Well, it's because we do other talking. We do all the other bullshit. We're very good at this. Anyway. We're very good at having other bullshit. Like most human beings. The timer has started, so so let's get into this. Libby and Hurley run along the beach. Uh, Libby is enjoying herself, having a fun little run, but Hurley is struggling. Um, She tells him that exercise is addictive. He hates it. Uh, it's really hard to run on the beach. Yeah, it's it's hard to walk on it's the beach. It's hard to run. <laughs> okay, fair. Generally. Look, I also um, hate running, so I can't disagree with that. Uh, Libby's very encouraging to Hurley, um, but he's just very unhappy with this whole situation. Yeah, and he says it's more than just that he doesn't like running. He says that he's sick, uh, but doesn't volunteer any more details. She tells him that he can trust her, and he says it's bad. Well, she... You got some pronouns confused. She says, right? I found that when I was transcribing these episodes, I got the pronouns swapped like a third of the time. Yeah, L- Libby <clears throat> says to her, like, you can trust me, I can help you, you know. And so he, he decides to to show her the, the thing that he's upset about. Yeah. Does he have a fever? No. Then he's the only cure more cowbell. All, all of these are no. Um, <laughs> he, he shows her where he's been hoarding a lot of food. Yeah. 
Um, that like that time that Sawyer caught oh, him with no. the cornflakes. Is this an? Oh no! Is this an episode <laughs> about Hurley's eating? Oh no! It. If only it was just that, Susanna. <laughs> well, continue. Anyway, um, Hurley feels just really, really guilty about the fact that he's just like hiding food in the jungle. Um, Libby, however, is super, super kind and understanding and really, really just good about this. Oh, so this is a Libby episode. Just get to the thing. Not even past the cold open. Uh. <clears throat> and so Libby, Libby's really kind, and then uh, Hurley, in in like an effort to be like, no, I'm I'm really committed to to changing. Um, once again, douses the jungle in ranch dressing. Yeah, he he tells <laughs> Libby that he wishes he was strong enough just to destroy the whole thing, <clears throat> and she says, well, why don't you? And then they start dumping food all over the place. And also, we have more. Island salad. Or just give it to Sawyer. I was like, well, also, why don't you give this food to the rest of the group? Yeah. yeah. Instead of, like... I mean, if, if you don't want anyone to have it, even you, give it to Sawyer. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently nobody is allowed to take anything away from Sawyer, even though that makes sense. That's also a very good suggestion. Yeah. Like, here, here, Sawyer, have food. Um... So, so when they're done, or dumping... just ask Sawyer to hide it, hide it, because apparently he's really good at that yeah, too. That's great. Because yeah. no one ever takes stuff away from him. He's the world's <laughs> best hider. Um, when they're done dumping food around, um, Libby asks Hurley how he feels, and he says that he feels free. They embrace, and it's a little bit like lingering. It's a little bit of a lingering embrace. Ever closer to a kiss, and just then Jin and Sun run past, and Jin and shouts so at them just in like Korean. A bunch of other people. Sun's like, they found something, and then a million people stream past. Because y'all, um, the other 30, what, however many, eight, yeah, maybe yeah. 39 people are left. Uh, they run out into a clearing and find uh, what appears to be a massive, big, huge pile of boxed food. Like that giant net that dropped down from the last episode. <laughs> that was full of food? Um, that was full of food. It was, it was a quick beat. Yeah. Um, you didn't really get that, like, outside of the hatch, a giant thing came and just dropped a whole bunch of food. Huh. Um, but they, they did, so there we, there we go. It's all the Dharma, it's all Dharma food. Yeah, Dharma Initiative branded stuff. Um. Weird. Yes. The rest of the survivors discuss the mysterious origin of the food pile, but Hurley is very bummed. Yeah, Um, he looks pretty miserable. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's excited that they have risotto. Yeah. Um, they all argue about who gets what, um. Sawyer has initially taken control of distribution, but they, uh, Charlie says that someone more trustworthy should do it, and he suggests yeah. Hurley, because he did it last time, and Hurley and says Hurley's absolutely not. Fuck yeah. No. Libby comes to his rescue and says that they don't really need an administrator, they can figure it out for themselves. Yeah, because they're fucking adults. They only think they're not because they're being led by the baby king of the child. <laughs> yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer thinks that's a dumb idea, and then uh, the ruckus continues. Yeah. Um... um. Hurley looks across the crowd of people fighting for food and sees a new face. Someone uh, who, like, death isn't there. Um, like, we have not seen this person before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if, if you care, it's the actor who played Harry on Sex and the City. Oh, yeah. Is that guy. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Well, yeah. I watched the <laughs> Sex and the City movie on New Year's Eve. That was a bad I had choice. never seen it. 
Well, did you watch any of the episodes of no, the show? Never seen the show. Okay. <laughs> did you watch it with someone? Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> with a, bunch, a whole room full of people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not really a New Year's movie. They sing old Lang. There's New Year's occurs in the film. They sing old Lang Zion. It takes like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's a really weird version. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, to the audience, not recommended. <laughs> um, um, yeah, he's a new face. It's a guy wearing pajamas. Uh, we cut to Hurley's face, and he's absolutely shocked. We cut back to the crowd, and the guy is gone. Um, Hurley turns, and we see the man again, this time like off to the side of the group, and he runs into the jungle, and Hurley chases after him, shouting. Yeah. Hurley trips and falls. Uh, and the thing that he tripped over was a slipper. Yeah, he looks down and sees a slipper, and goes, uh-oh, lost. lost. And that's your, that's your cold open. Okay. I'm a, just a huge fan of the phrase, uh-oh. <laughs> That's my little people... brother's first word. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Aww. so good. He just, he just figured great. out how to go, uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. That is, that is pretty You know, good. you drop something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. All right. We're back. Hurley is sitting on the beach uh, contemplating, like, this slipper. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he's holding it and he's thinking about it. Libby approaches him and asks if he's okay and who he was looking for before. Um, Hurley's very evasive. He tries to bury the slipper in the sand as discreetly as possible. Um, Libby talks about how strange it is that he says the island won't let him lose weight, and then he, they destroy his stash, and then all this food falls from the sky. Um, yeah. Libby says that she's proud of him for not freaking out. Uh, obviously missing the fact yeah. that he is freaking out. And then we get a, our first so, you know, flashback. Some, some some kind of clinical <laughs> psychiatrist she is. Yeah. No. Flashback her. To flashback. some kind of Hurley freakout. <laughs> um, Hurley is interviewed by a psychiatrist. He asks how the diet's going. A uh, psychiatrist, not Hurley. Yes. Hurley, Hurley says it's going okay. And he and the psychiatrist asks about his like his visit with his mom. Yeah. Uh, Hurley says that he's not mad at her anymore. He knows that she put him in there for a reason. Uh, the shrink asks what that reason is. Hurley says the accident, but doesn't elaborate. Um, and the shrink, he, he definitely doesn't want to talk about yeah. the accident. The shrink asks him about it, but he doesn't continue. Mm-hmm. Um, he then asks about the exercise that he asked Hurley to do. It's not physical exercise. It's like right. a, um, Hurley didn't do it. It was it was a like make a list about things that things you like, that about, you like yourself. about yourself because mm-hmm. uh, Hurley apparently has been in this place for for two months. Yeah, um, Hurley says no one else did it either. Um, the shrink challenges him challenges him on that, and Hurley says Dave didn't do it. Um, the but, doctor looks very disappointed. Yeah, the doctor's unimpressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's disappointed that Hurley's so focused on Dave. Um, Hurley says that Dave is the most normal guy in the place. Yeah. And then the doctor says, but he doesn't want you to change. Um, and then yeah. we... And then we, we cut weirdly. Yes, cut to... it's There aren't often flashbacks that contain multiple scenes. Yeah. So that that's why this is a little, little bit odd. Yeah. Um, so we, we cut to uh, people playing basketball. Such as it is. Such as it is. Yeah, the other patients in this place the, are yeah. trying to play basketball. Mm-hmm. No one really seems to be into it. In a way um, that is not realistic. Doesn't I would seem say. realistic to me. Seems like, like kind of a caricature. This is yeah, like a not a not a good caricature. <laughs> it's one of those rare bad caricatures <laughs> of mental illness. This is not good. Anyway, um, um, the man we saw in the island earlier in the bathrobe ha- is Harry among them. from from Sex in the City. Yes, Mister mm-hmm. Sex in the City himself. Um, 
uh, is also playing, and he seems pretty normal. Yeah, he's like trying to get people to play basketball. And trying to be like, pass it to me, or dribble the ball, or do something. Yeah. Uh, When it becomes clear to him that trying to play the game is futile, uh, he walks over to Hurley and tells him that it's taco night and they should get out of there. Um, Hurley is reluctant to go and says the doctor tells him that Dave is a bad influence. And this is apparently Dave. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Dave gives him a hard time about that and says that he has better things to worry about than what some doctor thinks. Like, like tacos, the- baby! Yeah, like all of the awesomeness that tacos have to offer. Yeah. Is Dave a personality that Hurley has constructed who encourages him to give in to his worst impulses? You're so goddamn close. <laughs> it's TV! Like- yeah, it's TV should be your official like- slogan. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is how this goes. Uh, Hurley decides that like, he wants love, to was have he asked, tacos. Was he asking the people to pass him the ball and they were not paying any attention to him at all? Or passing it? Was, did he never actually touch the ball? To be fair, I think only one guy was holding the ball yeah. like the whole time. It was not out of character in the way that the scene was portrayed that yeah. they wouldn't pass the no, ball. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wrote, he is funny but a bad influence friend. Yeah. Because sometimes you can have bad influence friends. Have we seen Dave before in a Hurley flashback? No. no. Okay, just checking. Um, public service announcement. Uh, if you have a good doctor and you have mental health problems, you should listen to your doctors. They are really trying to help you. You shouldn't listen to a guy who, who, you says, made up. who says tacos, <laughs> baby. In fairness, that's my, That's a Phil Davis original. Yeah. That's not uh, from the show. Yeah, but he's but he's about that enthusiastic. <laughs> but it is, you know, you know, it captures the spirit of the show. It's true. Back on the island, uh, Jack tends to Locke's busted ass leg. He can still move his toes, which is good. Uh, but he does have a mild fracture. Um, so the island still likes him. Yeah, the island still likes him. Uh, Locke, uh, Jack suggests that Locke can use the wheelchair that they have while he heals, and boy, oh boy, Locke just hates that. Yeah. Um, Kate, who is there assisting... Also, like, I guess he could use it to get around the hatch, but it's not going to be very good yeah, on dummy. a desert island. Yeah. Um, Kate, who's nearby... Also, didn't they burn the wheelchair? Yeah, they burn the wheelchair. It's very stupid. <laughs> yeah, he threw um, the wheelchair in the, like... Fire. Yeah. Yeah. In the fire. Like, um, a season and a half ago. Kate says she thinks she knows where there's some crutches and goes to get them. Uh, while she's gone, Locke tells Jack that uh, fake Henry... Could have escaped during the lockdown, but didn't, uh, which Locke takes to mean that he's not actually acting against them. Yeah. Jack says that all that means is he thought that his fake story was going to work out for him. Yeah, he's like, he, he didn't come back to help, but he came back because he thought, like, all, his whole story would check out, yeah. and he would be fine, and they would let him go or let him live among them or something. Yeah. In the jail safe, which is now more of a jail than ever. Uh, uh, Henry is tied up in a way that actually looks safe. Uh, depending on where his legs are and what his legs are doing. Like, it was hard for me to tell because they they weren't actually showing his legs, but this is probably the first time they've showed someone tied up even remotely safely on this show. So I just wanted to to give... This is a real... Some kudos. Public service-ass episode of Lost in Translation. Um, Saeed and and Lucia ask fake Henry more questions. Uh, Henry tells them that he was part of a search party, and they found the real Henry Gale dead in the basket of the balloon, and yeah. then he buried him. Uh, Saeed tells him that he should have checked his wallet before he made up that story, and then produces a $20 bill, which has a bunch of writing on it. Yeah. It's a note from Henry to his wife, so he definitely wasn't found dead. Yeah. Like, a, a note 
it's it's a it's a goodbye note to a friend or a lover about uh, like lover. having crashed on the island. Yeah. Um, um fake Henry and, and saying which also says he was gonna go to the beach to start a signal flyer. Okay. Popular strategy. Yeah. All three groups have <laughs> I mean, tried that. That's probably what most people would try first. Yeah. Uh, fake Henry then starts to lose his composure. He um, momentarily looks almost surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saeed starts asking him questions about the others, um, and uh, Fake Henry says, "If I tell you about them, you have no idea what he'll do to me." Uh, this is this is actually this is this is my quote of the week. Oh, sorry, You're sorry to stop jumping on it. on it. You're always I can't see it coming. Okay. There's so many to choose from this week. I, I think know, it'd be that. I know. It was this one because Henry starts totally freaking out. Like, genuinely afraid, and says, um, uh, if I tell them about you, you have no idea what he'll do. Um, and Saeed really, and that's my quote of the week, particularly because Saeed jumps on the word he. This is the first time that we heard, like, from any others about a person who might be in charge, about some sort of leadership. Mm -hmm. Um. That's, that's like, why it's quote of the week. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Anna Lucia says that by saying he, uh, fake Henry is talking about their leader, Captain Beard, the beard guy. Yeah, Be- beard, beard boy. Yeah. Zeke, uh, big beard also boy. known as Zeke. Yeah. According to Sawyer. At which point, fake Henry uh, looks at her and says, he's nothing, he's a no one. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. You're like, him? Yeah. He is a nobody. Yeah. Uh, they ask him more questions, but he doesn't cooperate. Yeah. Uh, Saeed threatens to shoot him if he doesn't start giving them answers. Uh, he Saeed produces is his gun. Freak! Or yeah. not Saeed. Uh, Henry is freaking the fuck out because he's like, my my le- like my leader will actually kill me. And then Saeed says, "I'll kill you." Uh, um. And he says that he's going to count to three, and if he doesn't tell him anything, he's going to shoot. Uh, fake Henry doesn't tell him anything, and, and at, at three, two and a half, three. Yeah, he uh, pulls the trigger. Ana Lucia but, knocks him so that the gunshot hits the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not Henry, because she's not a crazy torturer. Just a cop. <laughs> just a cop. Um, Ana Lucia pins Said against the wall. Yeah. Um, just a, a cop doing all these extrajudicial killings. <laughs> um, Locke calls out and asks what the hell is going on, and Jack... He's, he's like, lying in yeah, the bed. Yeah, he's stuck on his bed his with his broken-ass leg. Um... Saeed is freaking out, and Jack rushes in to see what the hell's going on also. Um, Anna Lucia is relatively calm. She tells Jack to go get uh, Saeed out of there, uh, but things other than that are pretty much fine. Listener, if you're hearing any strange noises right now, it is from the apparent woodworking shop above our apartment. We think they've been dumping sawdust into our toilet system. And that's why they've had to shut the water down so frequently. New York City! (laughs) New York Anyway, go ahead. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Yes, we all know. Yes. Put sawdust in toilets. Took me a while to think of a joke. I mean, I I could say, like, I don't think those are the original lyrics, but how would I know? (laughs) They are not. Anyway. Um, Uh, Jack is annoyed that Locke keeps asking what the hell's going on. He's been yelling this whole time, and he runs back and goes, I've got it, Locke. Um... And then he storms off. Elsewhere, Echo cuts wood, and Charlie brings over the pallet from underneath all the food that dropped down. It was on top of a wooden pallet. Yeah. Um, uh, and he uh, gives it to Echo for whatever the hell Echo's doing. I wrote shirtless Echo build stuff. It's I didn't actually notice that he was shirtless. Oh, it's very good. How about that? 
It's very good. I very like it. Um, Charlie asks him what he's doing, and Echo asks Charlie to help him. Uh, Charlie starts moving a bunch of wood around, and then asks if Echo's making a Starbucks. I just which like I, it's that. funny. It was a it's funny very line. Funny. <laughs> um, Echo still doesn't tell him what it is. In the jungle, Hurley happens upon an unopened box of uh, Dharma, like fish-shaped cheddar crackers. Yeah, uh, that were lost Basically, in the shuffle of the food I pile. See. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are fish cheddar crackers. They are a snack that. May smile back, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) Until you bite their heads off. I I had a friend in high school who we were getting groceries, and he asked me to pick up a bag of goldfish. When I came back with a bag of goldfish, he said, no, like regular goldfish. And I said, "What? these are regular goldfish. What are you talking about? And what he meant was non-flavored goldfish. Soup cracker goldfish. Just... Aren't they not in the shape of fish? No, they, they make... Goldfish that are not cheddar flavor, that are just a cracker. I had previously, this had previously been completely unknown to me, and the idea that he had grown up thinking of those (laughs) as regular goldfish. I'm very sorry, that person. (laughs) He is is wrong. Yeah, that's not, that's not right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Incorrect. Sorry you had to find out this way on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With a deep face of regret, Hurley opens the box and starts eating them very quickly. Um, he looks around and sees Dave. Sees Dave once again. The ghost of Dave. He yells, you're not here. And then Dave picks up a coconut and throws it at Hurley. And, and it, it hits him it and he spits him. out a bunch of crackers. And it's, it, it, it hits him extremely hard. Yeah, Hurley's really <sighs> freaked out. Um, Dave picks up another coconut and then runs jauntily into the jungle. Yeah, it's, it's also weird. Um, um, Hurley runs, uh, as he's chasing Dave, he runs into Echo and Charlie. And asks if they saw a guy with a bathrobe and a coconut. How is how is this not your quote of the week? <laughs> because I don't know. That okay. would have been a better candidate. <laughs> yeah. Also, because I think because they don't have any response, they're just like they have a response. Is the response just like no. No. Here's what. Here's here's the exchange. Uh, Hurley bursts through this bush and like happens upon them while they're working and says, "Do you guys see a guy run through here?" In a bathrobe with a coconut? And Charlie says, no, I did see a polar bear on rollerblades with a mango. That's yes, a, he, now that's a quote of the week. No, see, I didn't think that was, I didn't think it was that funny. But there, because that's like, that's, there that's, are polar bears in the island, though. Yeah, but like, and he but like he could have said something more realistic. Like, no, I saw a smoke monster and a polar bear and Kate saw that horse. Yeah. Like, that would have been really funny. That's a Hurley line, though. Yeah. That's, That's more of a Hurley line. True. Echo didn't see anything, and Hurley says, yeah, me neither. Um, uh, flashback. Bad news, Hurley. Um, so we get Lenny, if you remember who Lenny is, he's that the guy The numbers playing, guy. He's the numbers right. guy who yeah. constantly plays Connect Four. Yeah, he's yeah. playing Connect Four with Hurley, and he, Dave he's, is watching. He's, he's kicking Hurley's ass, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, Dave laments the fact... Pretty sneaky, sis. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Classic commercial goof. Um, <laughs> Dave laments the fact that Hurley is eating celery instead of, like, some real kind of snack. He tells them that Leonard over there has graham crackers and says Hurley should snag some of those. The only thing Lenny ever says is the numbers, so it's not like he's going to get Hurley in trouble. Yeah, and also he's too, like, distracted by the numbers probably yeah. to even notice. Hurley swipes crackers. Uh, well, he, he swipes a cracker. Yeah. But... You know, he still has his, his celery. He's having illicit food, much to Dave's delight. 
Um, yeah. A nurse shows up and gives Hurley his meds. Dave encourages him not to take them. Uh, Dave says that he and Hugo should escape, and he can't do it if he's on those dang meds. Yeah, and um, Hurley's sort of, like, surprised and like, what? Escape? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. thinks that's silly. Uh, uh, Dave tells him the doctor who prescribed those pills doesn't care about him, and then right on cue, the doctor shows up. Uh, I, I have a couple more PSAs. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is escaping from a mental ward is, like, not a thing <laughs> in real life. Movies make it seem very easy. <laughs> it's it's not. Yeah. Uh, my second PSA is that the medication that the doctors are trying to give him is clonazepam, uh, which is also known as clonopin, um, which is an anti-anxiety medication that makes my life better on a daily basis. It's for anxiety, and it's probably a pretty good idea for Hurley to take, because he seems pretty anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Try telling that to Dave, though. Yeah, Doc stops by. And says yeah. hello. He says hello. Uh, he tells them that he's taking pictures for the bulletin board, and he's got everyone's picture except for Hugo and Dave. Um, he asks their permission to take a photo, and they say yes, and he tells them like to pose Are together. Are they going to show us later that Dave doesn't exist by showing us this picture of Hurley with no one else in it? You better believe it. Um, when they're done with the photo, the doctor God. asks Hurley... <laughs> The doctor asks Hurley if he needs some water to like, take his pills, and Hurley says no, and then takes the pills, and the doctor leaves. Um, um, after he's gone, Hurley sticks out his tongue to reveal that he hasn't actually taken the pills. Yeah, and Dave, like, Dave is very psyched. Yeah, he says the revolution has begun. Mental institutions don't routinely check for that kind of very simple bullshit. It's a real slipshot operation down yeah. and down there. I, I, Dave, Dave is psyched. I, your, your wa- lost Intrepid. watcher. Yeah. Uh, I am not psyched. Klonopin can make you tired. That's true. Is it worth it? Fuck yes. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, back on the island, Sawyer tries to split uh, Dharma brand Oreos in half. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote or- Sawyer eats Oreos and fucks up how to eat them. Yeah, he's trying to split them in half, <laughs> it's just like, but he's it's breaking very them. very straight to twist. Yeah, he's trying to... Well, he's to, not twisting he's is the thing. To twist he's trying to just pull them. He can't so He's just, it. like, snapping them in half? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hurley like, they don't up. teach that in con artist school? I guess they not. don't teach that in elementary school? He hasn't school? watched, like, a single Oreo commercial ever? He's too busy doing crimes. <laughs> what, are his parents so shitty they didn't teach him how to do Oreos? I guess. Uh... Hurley edu- uh, shows up and educates him on how to eat an Oreo. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> like twist people him, eat There's Oreos. no wrong way to eat an Oreo. That's, that's a different thing. That's a different There's thing. many wrong ways to eat an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> like the ways that Sawyer was trying. Yes. And this is my, I think that is my favorite line from Futurama ever, is when Fry is in the mental institution for robots, and he shouts, but I'm not a robot. I don't like having discs shoved into me, except for Oreos, and then only in my mouth. <laughs> Um, um, so, uh, after Hurley educates Sawyer, uh, he asks Sawyer for a favor. Yeah. And, which is always a good idea. He reminds him that he helped him with his very stupid frog thing. <laughs> um, Sawyer makes a super racist comment about Saeed. When does he not? Um, and I wrote, not cool 2005 <laughs> slash 2006. Not cool. He tells Sawyer that he needs medicine, uh, clonazepam specific, specifically. Yeah. Um, Sawyer asks, what's, what's that for? And Hurley says, for hallucinations. It's not really what it's for. That's 
Uh, it can be used for that, but that's not generally how it is yeah. prescribed these days. Um, and, like, Sawyer seems to be taking him seriously. Uh, and, which is why it's so shitty in a second when he, like, pretends to see a guy over Hurley's shoulder. Yeah. And uh. Hurley turns and there's nobody there. Yeah, he, uh, he, Sawyer asks Hurley what he's been seeing, and Hurley says, a bald guy in a bathrobe, and Sawyer's like, you mean that guy? Um, uh, he turns and he's not there, and yeah. Sawyer's very pleased with himself, and, and he laughs. at this point, Hurley fucking attacks him. Good. Yeah. He jumps on him, and, knocks and him just over. punches him, and kicks him, and it's just, he's beating the shit out of him. Well, and somebody ought to. Yeah. Jin and Son look on. Everybody looks, everybody looks on. Everybody looks on. And, and no one's doing <laughs> shit! Boy, they love it. They, they all love, love it. They love it. They think this is the best yeah. day on the island. <laughs> eventually, Sun tells Jin to go break it up, and he does it with a big smile. Yeah, he eventually laughs and is, like, super loving this and, and, and goes over. Uh, once they're separated, Sawyer yells at Hurley. I wrote, he says uh, that he's Jin, crazy. I, I, I did write, Jin finally pulls Hurley off, uh, still having the best day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hurley, uh, Sawyer shouts that Hurley's crazy, and Hurley whispers to himself repeatedly, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, later, as a lightly bruised Sawyer rebuilds his tent, Kate asks him what happened. Uh, Sawyer's story is that Hurley just attacked him out of the blue, uh, Kate which Kate does not believe. very entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Libby goes to check in on Hurley to see how he's doing. He's very bothered and is packing a bag. Um, he pulls out a big, huge thing of peanut butter and puts it in the bag, and Libby asks what he's doing all, like, what do you know that peanut butter for? Mm-hmm. And he says he'll need a lot of protein where he's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's planning to move back to the caves. Yeah. No one lives there now, so he won't bother anybody. Um, he's going to become a hermit, which is a term he can't remember, so he says one of those guys who lives alone and never talks to anyone with a beard who throws doo-doo at people. <laughs> yes. Uh, that could have been a good quote of the week, too. Yeah. There were just so many options in this. Um, he's really not doing okay. Yeah. Libby tells him he doesn't need to do that um, as he and walks she, off. she's like, I can try to help you. And he's yeah. like, no, we can help She's me. literally a therapist. Yeah. Yes, I, I know. I'm not sure Hurley knows that, Because hmm. she never said it to to that group. Yeah. Or if we if she did, we didn't see it. Uh, as he walks through the jungle by himself... You'd his... think she'd have a lot of work to do on this island. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she'd probably have started with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, as he walks Maybe through she's the... working her way up to <laughs> Yeah, he gotta yeah, start small. Uh, he's walking through the jungle, his backpack rips, and the peanut butter falls open, like falls on the ground and hits a rock and breaks and open and open. spills all over the place. Uh, I get those plastic jars, man. Yeah, it, is, it is a plastic oh. jar, but it's a sharp rock, I guess. It's not sharp rocks. Um, uh, Hurley bends down and tries to salvage what he can with a big old leaf. And Dave and, like, starts eating it. shows up again. Uh, this t- time, though, Dave actually says words. Yeah. With a mouthful of peanut butter, Hurley shouts at Dave, You're not here. You're in the hospital. You can't be here. Uh, Dave says he is there. Flashback, the hospital. Yeah. Um, Hugo has completed his homework assignment. He had to write, write down a list of things that he likes about himself. Uh, he lists a few things, concluding with, I like chicken. The doctor points out that that's not really about him, so Hurley amends it to, I like that I like chicken. chicken. (laughs) Uh, The doctor smiles. Um, He then points out that none of the things they listed are about his appearance. Mm -hmm. Um, Hurley doesn't seem to like talking about this very much, and I don't seem to like listening to it very much. Yeah, it's it's hard to listen to. 
Yeah. Hurley says that he can't really do anything about it, um, and the doctor waits for him to continue. Hugo then says, uh, if I weren't so fat, then they never would have died. Like, A very we're... bonkers sentence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently the the accident that happened was that, and then the doctor, like, says this. He's like, yeah. like it, there, there was a deck of 20 that had 23 people on it, and the deck was built for eight people. Yeah. It would have collapsed whether or not you went onto it. Um, apparently... Hurley went on to the deck, and the deck collapsed. Mm-hmm. And Hurley blames himself. Yeah, he feels very nice. responsible for it. Because um, it collapsed when he went went out there. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird thing to make up, Lost Riders. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very strange. The shrink tells him that he can't blame himself, like it was just an accident. Yeah. And he uh, recounts the events immediately after the accident. Like, I'm sure there are plenty of things to hang Hurley's trauma on that don't involve killing 23 people. Well, he only killed like, two of them. You know, yeah, only two of them. Okay, well, <laughs> that don't involve manslaughter. Yeah. Like, there are things that you can hang trauma on that don't involve people dying. You do not have sure. to take it to that level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the doctor says that right after the accident, Hurley was practically catatonic. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't sleep. But he did keep eating. Because that's how he punishes himself. Hurley looks like he wants to cry. Yeah. He, Other people may all who are watching yeah. this show may also want to cry. Hurley turns on the doctor. He says, Dave was right about you. You're nothing but a quack. The doctor says that Dave doesn't want him to lose weight. Um, Hurley says that Dave cares about him. He's my friend. And the doctor is very reluctant. Um, yeah. But he goes up to Hurley, who's like been sitting down in front of him, and says um, that Dave isn't his friend. Yeah, he says... <laughs> uh, uh, and he, he shows... He says, I'm going to show you something that might upset you. Yeah. Um, he shows Hurley the photo that he took of him and Dave, mm-hmm. and he says that Dave isn't his friend because Dave doesn't exist. We see the photo, and Hurley is alone in it with his arm around nothing. Yeah, yeah and... Yeah, Hurley, yeah. cut to Hurley's face, he looks very shocked and also very sad. Yeah. Uh, later. Oh, boy. La- <laughs> later in the flashback, which is, again, is unusual. Yeah. Hurley is sleeping. Um, Dave wakes him up, and Hurley tells him that he's a hallucination. Dave slaps him. Uh, Hurley's surprised that it hurt, and he tells Dave that he could just be imagining him slapping him. And how did that picture happen if he's real? Um, and Dave... I think he slaps him again. Yeah, Dave he? slaps him again. He says we can do this all night, and Dave tells him that the, the picture is photoshopped, um, and that none of this matters anyway because they're trying to escape, and now's their chance. Now's their time yeah. to escape. Yeah, I sure. Guess. Well, that's what I wrote. I guess. Um, apparently, uh, Hurley stole some keys from the doctor's office in the earlier scene that I didn't notice him do. Yeah, uh, Hurley didn't seem to notice it either. Yeah, Um, They make their way through the hallway, uh, and Dave points out an unfinished plate of lasagna in front of one of the other patients' rooms and tells Hurley to eat it. A little Garfield situation. A little bit. Um, Um, They wait for a guard to leave his post and then go to the rec room. When they get to the window... PSA, this plan is extremely stupid. Uh, they get to the window, and Dave tells Hurley that he has the keys in the pocket from in his in his pocket from before, and, and he checks his pocket, and they're there. He seems does. very surprised. Yeah. Um, he unlocks the window, and Dave jumps out. They're on the first floor, so it's not like yeah. a big drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is excited like, wait, about like, waiting for Hurley to follow him. And he's talking about how chili, you know, chili fries on me, and he's very excited. 
Um, Hugo is still inside and is reluctant to move. Um, Dave encourages him to jump out, uh, but Hugo accuses him again of being a hallucination yeah, he, he and not wanting him to get he better. He confronts his hallucin- hallucination. Yeah. Uh, Dave tells him that if he doesn't leave now, he never will. Hugo closes and locks the window. Yeah. Um, D- uh, Hurley also says, like, Dave, you don't care about me, you just want me to stay fat. Um, and Dave warns him that if he doesn't leave now, he'll never get out. Mm-hmm. And Hurley's like, bye, dude, <laughs> and closes the window again mm-hmm. and locks yeah. it. Uh, present day jungle is what I wrote yeah. for this transition. Uh, Exterior, pre- jungle, present, present day. day. Dave is still there. Uh, Hurley closes his eyes tightly and reopens them a few times, hoping that Dave will disappear, but he doesn't. Um, Dave asks for his slipper from before, and Hurley hands it over. And then Dave says it's gonna get. It's yeah, gonna D- get Dave worse says he knows that uh, Hurley's freaking out a little bit and warns him it's gonna get a little worse before it gets any better. Um, he asks if Hurley remembers what happened after Dave escaped, and Hurley says, "Yeah, I got better and like went back to my regular life." Like, yeah, like I had a breakthrough. I got better. Everything got better. Mm-hmm. He neglects to then mention the cursed numbers at this but, point, but like the plane yeah. crash. Yeah. Or... yeah, yeah. Um. Dave, on the other hand, says that that is super not what happened. Yeah, that's all great, but it never happened. You're still in the hospital, he says. Um, Hurley rejects this idea, but Dave persists. All this island stuff seems pretty wacky for a real thing that has actually happened, doesn't it? But, by the way, so, and then Hurley's like, no, no, like, I, I won the lottery, and I was hanging out with my friend Johnny, so apparently friend dude from that episode a billion years ago Mm -hmm. whose name I didn't know. His name was Johnny. Cool. Good for him. (laughs) Um, Dave asks him what numbers he played in the lottery. Oh, right. Lenny's numbers. And those same numbers are all over the place on this weird island in the middle of nowhere, right? They're like all... They're they're, they're everywhere all the time. Yeah. Mm Because they're like part of your hallucination. Yeah. Hurley Dave says, is making a pretty good case, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Dave is making a spectacularly good case. Uh, Hurley says that he's changed. Dave says that he hasn't. He's been on this island for two months, and he hasn't lost any weight. How can that be? Um, Hurley says that he and Libby destroyed the stash. The magic of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and that they're making progress. Dave then attacks the idea that a cute blonde would show up out of the blue from the other side of the island and have the hots for Hurley, of all people. Yeah. Um, later, Dave sort of is ripping him yeah. apart, and Hurley is trying to defend himself, but it's getting harder and harder for mm. him to do so. Uh, later, Hurley and Dave walk through the jungle. Um, Hurley has started to accept Dave's narrative. Um, Dave says that it's... everything about this is in Hurley's head. Yeah, and honestly, I can understand why Hurley might want to believe that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dave concedes that he himself is also a hallucination. And that the real Dave escaped the hospital and is out there somewhere living it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But Hurley has now hallucinated him this time because it's, like, his the part of his mind that wants to help him, like, get better. Um, That's bullshit. Yeah. Lost. That's some bullshit you um, made up. He says that all the people on the island are different parts of Hurley's subconscious. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just the part that wants you to wake up. Yeah. Um, Dave then leads Hurley to a huge cliff. Yeah, yeah the edge of a huge <laughs> cliff. And tells him that he needs to jump to wake up. By Hurley, doing that... Hurley says very insistently that he does not want to kill himself. Man, this is some bad mental health writing. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. 
Um, uh, Dave says that by jumping, he'll be like telling his mind that he doesn't believe any of this island stuff, and it'll finally wake up and start getting better. Yeah, like it's it's like it's not going to kill you; it's going to bring you back to life. Yeah, he tells Hurley to come find him when he gets out because I'm sure the real me misses you. Hurley is very conflicted. Yeah, and then a grinning Dave jumps off the cliff. Uh, uh, and after quoting Desmond. Oh yeah, see you in another life. Yeah, he says, see you in another life. And then, uh, he says, you know, based before then he said, like, if, you know, if you jump, you'll just wake up, this island will be gone, peace, see you in another life, and then he jumps off the cliff. Uh, down in the hatch, Anna Lucia cleans a gun or something, um, (laughs) Locke on crutches, crutches yeah, asks her what's going on, he says that he wants to talk to fake Henry, and she doesn't think that's a good idea. But um, she agrees on it anyway. Yeah, Locke says, like, I just want five minutes. I've earned five minutes with him. Yeah. And then she lets Locke in. Um, he asks fake Henry his real and name. Henry, once again, is sitting on his cot, uh, tied almost safely. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Um, they fucked so much else yeah. up about this episode. Fake Henry tells him to just keep calling him Henry because he's gotten used to it. Yeah. Uh, Locke asks why in God's name he's doing any of this. And Henry interjects, saying that, like, God can't see this place, just like the rest of the world. Um, he asks Locke why he would want to yeah, put himself... Like, he says, you can't, he can't, like, God, he can't see this island better than you can. Yeah. Um, he asks Locke why Locke thinks that fake Henry would want to put himself through all this. Yeah. Uh, Locke suggests that his people might be looking for the hatch, and they sent Henry in as a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry says the hatch is a joke. Um, he stood there and watched as the countdown expired during the lockdown. The and, counter hit zero. And nothing happened. Yeah, some red hieroglyphs showed up on the thing. There was a lot of scary noise, but then yeah, nothing lots happened. Yeah, metallic noises and nothing happened. Yeah. And then the just counter just reset. Yeah. Um, he never entered numbers or pushed the button. Locke says he's lying. Fake Henry says that he's done lying. Did, Locke, he, did we see him push the numbers? No. We did not. Okay. Uh, Locke looks away, uh, and he, he's, he's definitely not okay. Yeah. He, say, he says nothing. Uh, at the cliff, Hugo calls out for Dave down in the surf, but he's not resurfaced. Um, Libby then calls out and asks, who's Dave? Hurley asks what she's doing there, and she says, what are you doing here? Yeah, which is a, a better question, <laughs> given that he's standing on the, at the edge precipice, of the precipice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that Jin saw him while he was out fishing, and Hurley triumphantly says, ha! That can't be true, because Jin doesn't speak English. And Libby's like, son was there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hurley looks very defeated. Um, Libby asks what's going on. She tries really hard to yeah. calm him down, which she's pretty good at being a clinical psychologist. Yes. Yeah. Hurley says Libby, tells Libby that she's just a part of him that's scared. Yeah, she's not real. That this isn't real life. Yeah. And, and then he backs yeah. towards the cliff and says he's not scared. Um, Libby urges him to calm down and recounts, uh, and... And, what? um... Hurley also says that, like, no one like her would ever like him in the real world. So, like, yeah. this definitely can't be real. This makes Libby sad. Um, Hurley reminds her that uh, he thought that she looked familiar before, and maybe that's because he just made her up. Yeah. Um, um, Libby walks up and then joins him on the edge of the cliff. And asks him the name of the broken leg guy from her side of the island. Like whose leg was broken, and she was like, his leg's broken, I feel like he's gonna die, and Anna Lucia was like, what do you want me to do about this? And then he just died. Mm-hmm. Um, she set his leg, and he just died anyway. Yeah. 
Um, Hurley says that he doesn't know. And Libby says that if this were all in her head, in his head, um, he would know the name. Because he just made it up. That does not follow. Well, she's also like, like, of course you don't know it because it happened to me. Like, it didn't happen to you. You don't know about this incident at all. Yeah. Like we're getting into some real Descartes territory I'm, here, I'm, but that does not actually follow. I'm recounting the episode. Yeah. All we can do is present... I've commented on the episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, she then tells him that suggesting that she's made up is insulting. Yeah. Um, he asks that uh, he asks if he was holding a slipper on the beach before, and she doesn't remember one. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes his face in her hands and tells him that she's real and, and that, that he's real. And this whole jungle yeah. island place is real. And that the way that she feels about him is real. Uh, as the music swells, they kiss. Uh, and Libby it's says, fine. that was real. Yeah. Hurley says, well, you know, maybe we should do it one more time just to be sure. Yeah. It's... <laughs> At yeah. long last, they, bake away, they back away from the edge yeah, of the these, cliff. It's very unethical. <laughs> they back away from the edge the of the cliff. And, well, she's not really treating him She's not technically his doctor. Yeah. Uh, Hurley, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Hurley know. asks if Libby really thinks he can change, and she does. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No problem. You, you can definitely change. And then we get a flashback. What? Flashback? There's never a flashback this late in an episode. Well, there is this yeah. time, bitches! We again see the doctor taking Hurley's picture in the rec room, but from a different angle. Uh, he puts his arm out to embrace nothing, and the picture is taken. The camera turns slowly, and, uh, and the music away. gets super weird. We see a patient sitting at another table, and the camera moves more to reveal her face. It's, it's Libby. Libby. What? Lost. Uh, it, it is, it is Libby in the same psych ward with brown hair, taking pills as a patient, looking not well and not good. What? Yeah, lost, lost. Libby. That's some lost bullshit. No, it's just bullshit. <laughs> no, it's lost bullshit. Okay. It's a little bit of both. I think it can be both. Loath as I am to say it, those among us who have not seen Lost cannot fully appreciate the depths to which this is a bad episode. It will yeah. be revealed soon in the future. Yeah. But it's a bad one. It's a, it's, it's a bad episode. Um, yeah. Like, ah, oh, man, there's just, there's so much about this episode that's upsetting to me. None of like, it makes fucking sense. Well, I mean... Like, even the eventual reveal doesn't actually make sense. No. It makes what it make what is the eventual sense. reveal? That, that he's still on the island? No, that, like, the doctor made that Photoshop. That's what that was supposed to imply, right? No. No. But the doctor doctored that photo. No, oh. no, he takes oh. the picture and... I got some pronoun confused. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer. Hurley is there with his arm out around nothing, just okay. as the picture depicted. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. The reveal is just the limit. Never mind there. then. Yeah. yeah, no, the, the, the real thing, yeah. The, that's, the sorry, okay, just... that's normal lost bullshit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I take it back. That's perfectly normal lost bullshit. Yes. Also, it was something that I, I almost guessed, like, when she showed up on the cliff. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um... So that's why when he, when he's been like, don't I recognize you from somewhere? Yeah, she's I was like, I was like is it going to be from? Plane? I was like, is it going to be from the, so the it's hospital? Definitely from there. Yeah. Um, I do. I like Libby very much in this episode. Yeah. I think we get to see a lot of her character. Yeah. And not just her being like nice to people, but also her because she gets kind of pissed at Hurley when she's like, "Don't tell me that this shit that happened to me that affected me really deeply didn't happen to me." Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's just not a very sound philosophical argument not, for your own existence. No, but also like, ugh. 
I think therefore I am is not actually a, a statement with logical weight to it. Eat shit, Descartes. Yeah. Look, we've had a few hundred years to think about it, and it turns out you were wrong. Stick to graphs. Uh, anyway. Your, argu- your argument requires you to presume, presume a benevolent god. Like Other comments about this episode? I'll say that Dave's performance is pretty good. Dave's performance is, is very fantastic in this yeah. episode. Uh, I just, have no just, comment on it. Just so you know, like Dave, uh, the guy, the actor who plays Dave, whose name I didn't look up, who's on Sex in the City, is absolutely the best part of Sex in the City, hands down, All across right. the whole show. I'll tell you what, he's barely in the movie. I know that's part of why the movie is so it's pretty, very it's pretty bad. bad. <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie. <laughs> um, why is Samantha's hat so big in that one scene? <laughs> She's wearing a hat that's the size of her whole body. Can we talk about that instead? <laughs> sure. <laughs> please. It's such a big hat. Describe the events of the Sex and the City movie to me. Oh, Christ. I'd no. rather die. There was, another podca- <laughs> there was another podcast that did that. You can listen to that podcast. No, that was Sex and the City Is that the worst idea ever? The worst, the worst idea of all time. time. Yes. Yeah. And that Whereas was... this is the second worst. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it is a really good performance by Dave. Um, I... I found this episode really triggering. Yeah. In, you know, I as a person who lives life with mental health things, this episode did not handle any of that well. Yeah. yeah it it made it seem bad. that, like, going and asking for help was a bad thing, <laughs> and that, like, taking medication that you used to be on that helped you before was also a bad thing. All kinds yeah. of shit. I, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Like, also, this I is, think uh, it dramatizes mental health issues in a way that they do not usually present to people who actually have them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and I and like part of me is trying to tell if it's just bad writing or a combination of bad writing and the year it was written in. It's like 2005, 2006. I don't know. Um, having watched uh, 2017's Iron Fist, which also features a main character being committed to a mental institution, I can tell you that uh, none of that shit has gone away in bad television writing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is very disappointing to me. <laughs> uh, other thoughts, comments, queries, Phil? Nope. Susanna? No, sir. I don't like it. Yes. <laughs> like that horse. Um, <laughs> I thought people have seen Ren and Stimpy, or that is going to seem like a real weird thing to say. Uh, Phil, do we have any emails? Oh, damn. Yeah, we do. I should have opened that up, huh? This is going to be <laughs> Phil time. Well, we'll, we'll do Phil one time of them now. Phil. If we have more than one, we'll do, we do need one of them We've got a bunch. Do we and need to we'll fill later. some time? Hey, look, look out, everybody. Oh, boy. Look out for Phil. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a Gmail app on your phone? I, I this is a, not my normal account. I can I can oh, edit that's this fair. out. You can mm-hmm. add a, you can add another account mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. I can edit this out, but I'm probably uh, not going to. Yeah. We're just gonna roast com. Phil. <laughs> that's <laughs> just that's just what's gonna happen. How is your holiday, reader? Oh, it's way past that now. I forgot that, like, shows keep coming out. Sorry. Rachel's mad at me now because I have failed to uphold the illusion that we recorded these episodes. We recorded this episode in 1977. (laughs) (laughs) And we put it inside a vault on a deserted island. Yeah. 
Congratulations, okay. you found it. <laughs> we have several emails here. Uh, um, I'm going to start let, with let's, one. Let's just do one for... Yeah, for I like that. Ration we'll, it out. We'll ration them a little bit. Yeah, just like on the island with the food. Just, just, let's just dump these like, out over the ground. Just like Jumbotrons on Vim Bam episodes. Eh, not really. <laughs> Go ahead. You didn't have to pay $100 to be on our show. Right. This is a long one, and I'm a bad reader, so bear with me. All right. Um, Andrew writes it? in... Oh, sure. Let's get Suzanne in the mix here. Andrew writes, Hello, I have not watched Lost, and I am a big fan of the podcast. I have to agree with you about Jack being the worst, but I have noticed that you rarely talk about the actors on the show. This led me to wonder, could a different actor have made Jack better? I highly suspect that Matthew Fox is doing the best he could with the material that was written for him, but I wanted to know if you had any thoughts on the matter. Just for fun, if you could pick your ideal cast for the show, who would it be, or would you keep it the same? Thank you, Phil and Rachel, for your hilarious recaps, and thank you, Susanna, for tolerating them. You are all delightful. Sincerely, Andrew. P.S. P.S. I was also a fan of asking people who hadn't seen the show what they knew about it. That's probably not a sustainable addition to the podcast, but it could be fun to tack on the end of an episode every once in a while. Well, uh, I tend to do that when we fuck up and skip an episode <laughs> and forget to record, so you're in luck, listener. <laughs> um, thank you, Andrew. Uh, I think about that too a lot, actually. If if it's just a matter of, like, the actor was given terrible material, or that um, it's it's just a, a bad acting job, and my conclusion is yes. <laughs> but I'm I'm also very bad at actors. Yeah, having not like actually seen yes, anything yeah. acting on Lost, I can't. All I can say is that while I was reading your letter, I thought you were talking about Michael Fox. Oh. <laughs> I was like, first of all, he's not on Lost. Second of all, what role are you talking about? Where he did the best <laughs> with what he was given? I think um, the only thing I can think of that I don't like about Jack that I might attribute to Matthew Fox is the Jack beat. And that could very easily be a result of direction. Yeah. Um, like, there's there's no Well, real... if it was a result of direction, more people would probably do it. No, but that as, like, a character thing for yeah. Jack. Mm. Well, also... Um, to show that he's contemplative. And also, yeah, like, but, but I don't also, like, like it. I think are... it's cheap, but it's not, a, like, an undefensible choice. Te- also, television shows don't generally have the same director episode to episode. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't hold this against Matthew Fox. Yeah, I I sort of hold it against him, but <laughs> only only for for making this choice and going with it. Um, but you you don't hold. I married her. <laughs> uh, that's uh, just a bad line. That's just that, that's a bad that's a bad that's a bad right. That's a great performance of a bad writing. Yes, <laughs> I will say that. Um. In terms of casting other people, like, there's way too many characters on Lost, and I know approximately zero actors, Mm. (laughs) um, at least statistically speaking, so I can't really answer that. In general, I'm pretty pleased with everyone's performance on this show. I think in general, people are well cast for the roles that they're in, especially later in Lost, when we meet some characters that we haven't met yet. Hell yeah. Um... Give thoughts on that film? Yeah, my dream casting is everyone is Tilda Swinton. <laughs> That'd be a real avant-garde show. Watch the hell out of that. <laughs> That'd be so strange. <laughs> Tilda Swinton as Rousseau, I could get behind that. Oh, so she'd be great. She'd kill it. Yeah. Well, she'd kill every single role because she's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What do they give her in Star Wars? Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, Andrew, great email, for, Andrew. For thank your, you. For your emails. Oh, I, I love getting emails. <laughs> yeah, we like getting emails, so if you want to send them to us, email us at... WatchLostOrDon't at gmail.com. Ask us things about Lost. Tell us things about Lost. We will, if you have questions, we will try to answer them. If you have comments, we will probably comment upon them. There is a good chance that Rachel and Susanna, at least, will make a good faith an- effort to answer your questions sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> I make no promises. Um... Uh, yeah, so also remember to tell people about this show. We're picking up new followers slowly. I'd like to pick them up faster, so you should tell more people, and we really, really yeah, appreciate Yeah, audience. <laughs> Stop <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> Please ignore how... You're letting us uh, down. So Philip Davis. Stop it. Thank, thank you, audience, for thank emailing audience. and listening. Um, please rate and review us. And tell your friends. Uh, in the meantime, this has been Lost in Translation. I'm Rachel Rakov. I'm Susanna Polo. And I'm Phil Davis. Get lost. That was a weird one. Is gotta that, gotta switch it up. Voice? What? The taco's voice. Taco's voice? Yeah. Taco, taco, tacos, tacos, yeah, whatever. Tacos, tacos, baby. Tacos. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah. No, then I would have said, get <laughs> lost, baby. <laughs> tacos, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>